cuts it back. 40, 45, 50. He's off to the races. Down the left sideline. To the 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Aaron Jones. Oh, what a play. This is the Quick Slants Podcast. What's up, Packers fans? Welcome back to the Quick Slants Podcast at Game On Wisconsin. I am your host, Jason Perrone. You can follow me on Twitter at Jason Perrone. It is Bears week. The Green Bay Packers are preparing to head to Chicago and take on the Chicago Bears, a second road game in a row. We're going to talk about the Bears and the Packers. Before we do, as always, the Quick Slants Podcast is brought to you by our tech ventures. The goal at our tech ventures is to collaborate closely with founders throughout all the investment and fundraising stages, turning their visions into successful companies. Since 2020, our tech ventures has helped turn great ideas into profitable businesses that make an impact on industries, communities, and beyond. So let's start with the Wednesday news. And that was the Packers practiced and we got a glimpse at the injury report very early on. And Kevin King and Dennis Kelly were the only two Packers players that did not practice. Kevin King has a shoulder issue that he played through for part of the Bengals game, ended up not finishing the game. And Dennis Kelly listed as with a back injury. He was out with an illness last week. Robert Tunyon was limited. That's noteworthy. We'll keep an eye on that. Tunyon's a big part of the offense, even though his numbers haven't been what they were last year. So we'll keep an eye on Big Bob. And his availability for Sunday, uh, returning to practice, Josh Myers, full participant after missing with his broken finger. Elton Jenkins continues to practice, limited. We'll see if he's able to get back and go. Obviously, the Packers are really counting on Jenkins coming back to give a boost to a line that has held up very well against some stiff competition without Big E and without David Bakhtiari. And after this week, speaking of David Bakhtiari, After this Bears game, David Bakhtiari is eligible to start practicing as they prepare for the Washington football team the week after. So if he's able to, so we'll see. And there was kind of a neat neat anecdote I saw on Twitter about Bakhtiari, and that is that he basically just tells offensive line coach Adam Stenovich what he's working on as he rehabs his way back. Bakhtiari's just got a plan. He's got this whole thing mapped out. And he just says, hey, hey, Sten, this is what I'm doing today. This is what I'm doing this week. And I guess Adam Senevich says, do your thing. So there's a plan. David Bakhtiari has goals. He's trying to get back and play for the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers very much would love to have David Bakhtiari back. That's a very exciting thing. As we inch towards his availability, he started the season on the pup, which means he was not eligible to play for the first six weeks. This is game six. We do the math, right? The injury situation, That's what, the reason I started with that too is, is this is kind of my, one of the big points I wanted to make on today's show is, Before the season started, I told myself to just chill and pace yourself. I get really jacked up. The Packers are favorites every year. They could win the Super Bowl last year. You know, the year prior, they got bounced in the playoffs. It was disappointing. They're going to come back. They're going to right the ship. They're going to right the wrongs. All that kind of stuff, right? 17 games. It's one more than 16, but it's a longer season. There's a lot of ebbs and flows. Just you got to ride the ride. You got to. It's a marathon, not a sprint, that whole thing, right? Because you get really excited It's easy to get jacked up. The Packers won four in a row. They beat the Lions. They go on the road. They beat the Niners. That was a big one. We get jacked up. The juices start flowing. And I was getting a little bit high. 
on everything. But then the Packers lose Jair Alexander against the Steelers. And when we take inventory of the injury situation, it reminds us how quickly a season can change. And the Packers have won. They've won last week without Jair and all those all those other guys. You know, But when you lose your big players, it's, it's going to have an impact. And, I mean, let's leave Aaron Rodgers out of that equation because, like, you know, I mean, to lose Rodgers is essentially like four flat tires at once. I mean, that's just you're just trying to survive and push the car home. But and I know that's not what the Packers situation would be. Jordan Love is, is a decent quarterback. But he has no no NFL game experience, really. So I don't know what that would look like. But I'm talking about guys like David Bakhtiari, Jenkins, Darius Smith, Jair Alexander. It's hard to win deep without your studs. I mean, the Packers can get through some of these regular season games. They beat the Bengals, which is a big feat. That's a huge feat on the road. And beat a really good team there that had been 3-1. and one. And you still have to go on the road against the Bears, although I don't think the Bears pose as much of a challenge as Cincinnati did. Washington. The Packers can survive some of those games, but when you're playing against top echelon teams and they're going to face one in two weeks' time, they're going to face the Arizona Cardinals two weeks from today. It's going to be their third game in three weeks, and they're going to face the Cardinals two weeks from today, and the Cardinals may be unbeaten. You need your dudes. You need your guys. Right? Kevin King again. He's hurt again. He's got another shoulder injury. Can't be surprised. The Packers can't be surprised he had a shoulder injury. He's had injuries since the day he came to Green Bay. The shoulders have been a problem. If they didn't think this was going to happen, shame on them. And I think the Packers had a plan. And if they didn't have a plan, they got very fortunate that there was a guy out there that they could add to their practice squad that could help in case of an emergency. And that was Quentin Dunbar, who joined the team. On Tuesday, formerly of the Washington football team and the Seahawks last season, is now part of your Green Bay Packers practice squad. Dunbar's a name a lot of people know, but he's not a starter. He's 29 years old. In one season in Washington in in 2019, he started 11 games. He had four interceptions that season, so he can make some plays. You put him in the right position, he can make some plays. So... I don't know that that he's going to play a bunch. He's on the practice squad. If the Packers thought he could make a big impact, he'd be on the roster. But he's on the practice squad over guys like Isaac Yadam and Shamar Jean Charles, the rookie. So I wouldn't expect Dunbar to get elevated unless there's a big injury. He's a break glass in case of emergency guy. But the Packers, honestly, are, are just one injury away from having to crack that glass. And and that's why they did this. They made this move because they want to make sure if they have to crack the glass that there's something in there that's you know worth putting out on the field. But at this point on Sunday, it's going to be Eric Stokes, Channon Sullivan, Yadam, Shamarjean Charles out there against the Bears passing attack. And I know Bears receiver Allen Robinson is already eating his Wheaties because he's going to get a lot of opportunity to school some young cornerbacks this, this week. We have to hope for some good news about, about Jair Alexander. Now, he's on injured reserve. He's not going to play this week. But we have to hope for some good news about Jair, that he's more towards the three-game time frame on injured reserve than longer. And obviously, Jair is going to be designated for a return. The Packers managed to get a big win on the road uh, at, at San Francisco. Uh, they have two. They had two very winnable games, and the, you know the the Pittsburgh game, the Cincinnati game. They have two very winnable games in front of them, and you know then they go to then they go to Arizona. It's going to be hard not to keep the Packers fans from crawling up the walls if they keep churning out victories, and if they could beat Arizona, it's going to be bananas, just berserk. 
It's going to be berserk. It's going to be a hell of a challenge for a Packers team that may still not have Bakhtiari, Jair, or Zadarius Smith for that game. But again, ebbs and flows. We saw it in 2010 when the injuries ravaged the Packers. And obviously, it wasn't a big key starters, but it wasn't until the very end of the season that there was a, an idea or a sense that the Packers could get hot and beat everyone. So again, there's, you know, we're, we're three months away from the playoffs starting. So there's, there's time for the Packers to get healthy. There's time to, for them to get guys back. There's time for other guys to get hurt. A lot of things can happen. So it's just a pace yourself type thing. And remember, don't get crazy. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what the scoop is. But read the tea leaves. As my co-host on Pack-A-Day podcast, Paul Brettel says, read the tea leaves. If the Packers didn't feel like Jair had a chance to play, he's not going on... He's going to have surgery. And yes, he's on injured reserve and he could be out for the season. The Packers want to use that roster spot, but they're doing everything they can to get him back and hoping he can heal well and not have to have surgery right now. We may find out soon enough that he does have to have surgery. And so who knows? But for now, let's hope that he doesn't. We're just waiting for some good news. Ebbs and flows. Ebbs and flows. So it's Bears week. Packers and Bears, I already talked about the cornerback situation and Allen Robinson. Hopefully that doesn't blow up in our faces. Eric Stokes is a good corner. He's got a lot of speed, but Allen Robinson is very savvy. And the Packers are going to face another Bears quarterback for the first time. Rookie Justin Fields will be out there. And when he was drafted this past spring, he immediately said beating the Packers was a priority. Doesn't everybody? Lovey Smith said that too when he came in. You see, you know, Fields said he respects the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, but he wants to reverse the trend of the Packers winning away every season. Now, Fields hyperextended his knee last week. It looked bad against the Raiders, but he came back, finished the game, and he's expected to be good to go for Sunday. The Packers will face a mobile quarterback for the first time this season. We'll get a chance to see how good the pursuit of the defense is. We'll get a chance to see how good the middle of the defense is, having to account for a quarterback taking off and running. Secondary is going to have its work cut out for him. Once again, I sound like a broken record. The safeties are going to have to step up. With no Jair Alexander out there and a very young Eric Stokes, the safeties are going to need to help. They're going to need to be sure about what they're doing. Both safeties should have had a pick last week. Adrian Amos got one and Darnell Savage just mistimed his jump. He mistimed his opportunity. Otherwise, he picks the ball off and that game probably doesn't go to overtime. Joe Barry and company have to have a game plan for this week based on who is going to be out there, who's not going to be out there, and I expect them to have that game plan. It's time for Rashawn Gary to show up and take uh, take over and show up. Even if it's for a series or a quarter, it is Rashawn Gary time. It's time for 52 to show us why they picked him so high three years ago and that he can be great in moments. He showed up big in some, in some games last season. I remember the Jacksonville game. The Packers were like sleepwalking through that game, and Rashawn Gary single-handedly Help close it out. We need that again. In a big divisional game, Rashad Gary needs to be big. Kenny Clark has been excellent of late. The defensive line played well, really benefiting from having Devondre Campbell inside linebacker and having a good secondary behind him. The defensive line as a whole played well last week. Dean Lowry had a great game. I mean, in one series, he had a half a sack and he batted down a pass. I think the very next snap just was everywhere. And there's something about being back home in Illinois. He just... He tends, and playing the Bears, he tends to show up a time or two against the Bears. So Dean Lowry, you know, have yourself another game. 
in front of some of your hometown folks. You need a big day from the defense. And the defense has been putting, turning in big day after big day every, all season long. I don't expect that to change. Now, the Bears also have a couple guys that are dinged up too. I mentioned Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson didn't practice on Wednesday. And neither did Khalil Mack or Akeem Hicks. They, they all missed practice Wednesday. Now, there's still two days for them to get it together and play on Sunday. But that defense is, is a little nicked up as well. How's that going to affect them? That defense is going to have to figure out something that they have not been able to. The Packers have swept two seasons in a row, and they haven't figured out how to slow down Aaron Jones. They haven't figured out Aaron Rodgers in, in 13, 14 years and his gaudy career numbers against the Bears. And Devontae Adams is just terrorizing everybody. It doesn't matter who's across from him. I don't care if it's the Bears, the, you know, the reincarnation of Darrell Revis in his prime. Devontae Adams is just trucking fools and making them pay. Now the Packers offense is gonna gonna be they're gonna have it they're gonna have an opportunity and they're gonna need to go out and do their thing. Now last week head coach Matt Lafleur went to sleep a little bit late in the game. The Packers get down to the six yard line after the big completion of Devontae Adams. Don't punch it in. They get the big interception in overtime. Devondre Campbell a chance to win the game. I know Mason Crosby missed a field goal, but the Packers weren't able to score. They weren't able to get in the end zone. Matt Lafleur runs AJ Dillon up the gut a couple times. No, you've got dynamic players. Get more creative. Get more creative. This is the week that they need to just say, F it, and show the team and all of us that this truly is all gas, no effing breaks. That's what we were told two years ago, and we're still waiting for that to be the big thing. It was last year. We're waiting for that to be the big thing this season, and especially peak it out and get, get, that, get to that level before the playoffs start. You know, I think about this week too, you know, Bears week, and and it's one where it's easy as Packers fans to get really excited about it. We call it Bears Week. Bears fans have to be so sick of Packers Week, right? But we uh, we love Bears Week, don't we? And, I, and we're going to keep on loving it after this weekend because the Packers are going to leave Chicago with a victory. I don't think I don't think this this Packers team you know has any interest in playing any extra football this week and making this game closer than it has to be. I expect the offense to be aggressive, look to punch it in, create a deficit, and make Chicago do things that they can't do. Like, be great. Make the Bears have to be great. They're a good team. They're not a great team. They're 3-2, and two, but they're not great yet. Make them have to play above their heads to beat you. Make Justin Fields have to do things for the first time in his career as a starter in order to get a win. I think the Packers can do that. I think the Packers can make the Bears have to be that. Interestingly enough, the Packers are going to be in green this weekend. The Bears will be sporting their white jerseys and striped socks. A bit of a different look than we're used to. But there's always a lot of Packers fans in the stands. It's really close to Green Bay. There's going to be a lot of Packers fans at Soldier Field. It'll probably just seem like a home game with the noise and the green uniforms. It'll just have the wrong team's logo on the field. So... I'm expecting a Packers win. I'm going to say 35-24 because I expect the Bears to score some sort of a dumb touchdown. Maybe this is the week special teams finally gets had for the Packers and and they give up a touchdown or something dumb that always seems to happen against the Bears. There's some wacko weird moment that just never occurs and the Bears get a defensive touchdown, a tip, a fumble, a blocked punt, a blocked field goal, just something dumb. But in the end, the Packers usually own the scoreboard and I think... That is what is going to happen this week. So that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Quick Slants podcast. 
Obviously, Thursday, Friday practice, we'll see what the injury report looks like. Check out Game On Wisconsin, all of the recaps, all of the, the shows, the live shows, the podcasts. Every single day, we've got shows and content for you of all sorts of different topics. The MVS show back in action this past week. As always, go back and check that one out on YouTube if you missed it. And again, like I said, get over and follow Game On Wisconsin. You can follow me. I am at Jason Perone on Twitter. Send me your questions, thoughts, topics, comments, agreements, disagreements. And above all else, enjoy the hell out of another Bears week because the Packers are going to win this game. And moving on to back home against the Washington football game, football team. Obviously, the Packers have to take care of business and anything can happen at Soldier Field, but I'm feeling pretty confident, uh, injuries or no injuries, about the Packers taking care of business on Sunday. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the rest of Bears week. Enjoy the game on Sunday. And go Pack Go! Rodgers fakes the handoff. Quick throw right side. There's Devontae. From right to left. Cutting left to the 50. To the 45-40. Track down from behind. 